Welcome to Franchise Marketing Radio, brought to you by SEO Samba, comprehensive high-performing marketing solutions for mature and emerging franchise brands. To supercharge your franchise marketing, go to seosamba.com. That's S-E-O-S-A-M-B-A dot com. Welcome to Franchise Marketing Radio. Stone Payton Lee Cantor here with you this morning. Lee, this is going to be a fantastic show. Please join me in welcoming to the broadcast co-founder and CEO with Raintree, Mr. Brent Dowling. Good morning, sir. G'day, Stone. G'day, Lee. Thank you very much for having me. Well, Brent, thank you for being part of the show. Uh, before we get too far into things, tell us about Raintree, just high level. How are you serving folks? Yeah, Raintree is a uh, full-service franchise development organization. So essentially, we partner with a brand to handle all aspects of the franchise growth, um, from content and design through to franchise lead generation and, of course, franchise sales. Um, so the idea is, is our partnerships. We focus on growing the brand, and our partner brands focus on supporting all the franchisees, improving their model, and being the best franchisor they can be. Now, how did you get into this business? Yeah, uh, shoot. I haven't been in this business a whole long comparatively to, to many of the, the amazing folks that I work with. I've been doing this about eight or nine years now. Um, I was a, a competitive snowboarder and that's what brought me from Australia to Colorado. Um, in that sport, you, you become a veteran and retire when you're about 13 years old. <laughs> so I had to find something to do after that. And, and, um, I went and worked at the UN. I put a political science degree to work and, Decided that that was incredibly boring and and really ineffectual, and um, went back to school, did an MBA, came across franchising, found it as a, a really interesting little subset in the business industry that I thought was overlooked. Um, so yeah, I took the first job I could find in, in the franchising segment in Boulder in uh, 2011, and um, I've been uh, selling and, and marketing franchises ever since. And then uh, when you're working with a franchise and your firm takes a brand that you feel has certain qualities, I guess, that make it a candidate uh, for your skills to help them grow it. Uh, what, so what are the, the uh, qualities you're looking for in, a, in an emerging franchise? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, you know, I probably speak to two or three different franchise brands every week that are, are looking for, for somebody to help guide them and help grow their brand properly. Um, and so, you know, we have four key criteria that, that we really think carefully about when we're having those conversations. Um, the first one, and, and we believe the most important one, is the unit level economics. Um, really, we dig in, look at the item 19 of the FDD, um, request some P&Ls, do a little bit of forensic accounting to figure out what's the true financial viability of this franchise, and um, and what does the ROI look like for the average franchise owner? And, and um, if that's something that looks really attractive, that's obviously the first thing that we'd consider. Now, before you, before you get, that, Brent, before you get in this, into the second thing, let's dive into this first part. So what are the economics that um, you think are the, that make something attractive? Is it a gross amount of sales? It's the net profit back to the franchisee? What, what are the kind of the, the key numbers you're looking at at that level? Yeah, it really varies based on the type of brand, the industry it's in, and, and more importantly, the investment level of it. But, you know, if you wanted to pick kind of an average number of what we're looking for, we're really looking for something that, that's showing uh, anywhere from 20 to 30% EBITDA. Um, so that's what the franchisees taking home after they pay the franchise fees. 
And then uh, if if it hits that, then that it checks that box. And then I'm sure you dive deeper to the other stuff. But then you're ready for uh, numbers two through four and the rest of your qualities that you're looking for. Yeah, yeah, that usually kicks the conversation off and finding out more about the numbers. And then two through four, we will have those conversations. And, and usually two is is looking at how their brand and how their model fits within the segment or in the industry. What we're really trying to figure out there is, is, is this brand unique? And can we really, in just one sentence, articulate to our, our future candidates or the consultants we work with how this brand is different or better um, within the segment that it's in? Um, from there, we the third thing that we kind of look at is their their um, appetite for growth. You know, we believe in in growing in the right way and in growing with the right franchise partners, but in growing quickly and in and snapping up markets before competitors get a hold of them. Um, and so we want to make sure that the, the brand is 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 excited to grow at, at the rate that the Raintree brands typically grow at. Um, and of course, four then really involves of looking at the support infrastructure um, and the support team and the caliber of the support team. Um, really, that, that means that is, is number four match number three. Do, do they have the ability to support this growth that we bring in? I think one of the biggest mistakes I made on very early was really not understanding how critical that was and in growing a brand faster than they can support it. Um, and so that's a mistake I'll never make again and, and something that we take very carefully and, and we really look at when we're talking about a new brand. And then when a, a, a brand is going from just being a brand to being a franchise, they're, in essence, they're, this is a different business at that point. They become more of a support and training organization, right? Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. It, it's an entirely different business model. When, when a brand becomes a franchise brand, um, it's an entirely different concept in itself. You're no longer you know, selling donuts or burgers or, or screen repair. You are uh, supporting franchisees. You become a service concept. And, um, and that's something that takes most franchise, new franchise brands a little, a little while to understand that their, their key is to success is, is not as much in the product, but in how well they can support their franchise owners and coach them and help them be successful. Now, in the brands that you work with, um, you're kind of taking over the business development and the evangelizing of the brand uh, in order to help them get a new franchisees. Isn't that a part of your work? Yeah, absolutely. We have to market the franchise for them on their behalf, create the interest and create the awareness of the franchise opportunity. And when we do that, when we have folks come in and get excited about their brand, we then walk them through anywhere from a four to six week education process. Um, as we try to identify if we think that they're going to be a good fit for the brand. And then obviously at the end of that process, the brand has the decision of, yes, I'd like to involve or to invite these folks into the franchise or no, they're not for me. So we handle all of that from creating the interest to actually selling the franchise. And then from your end, are you using, are you leveraging technology and social media? Or are you kind of going old school with those expos and the franchise brokers and, and, and resources like that? Yeah, I, I would say we're definitely a digital-first company. Um, uh, right now, for example, Facebook is our number one lead source in, in generating franchise leads and quality franchise leads for us. Um, you know, it, it's, there's, there's the efficiency factor, right? So in, in looking at doing trade shows and some of the more traditional lead generation channels, you know, we found that the return on investment for those was tough to swallow. And so with digital, we found that the efficiencies there were far greater. We could bring in the right-fitting franchisees 
uh, on a smaller budget. And that really helps emerging franchisors. So, yeah, we spend a good deal of time right now on social media, um, on, on, on advertising on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and, and it's, it's proving quite fruitful for us. Now, because you do work with um, several brands, is this something where you can have a, uh, some economy of scale with your um, like Facebook ads, for example, and because somebody that comes in might be a fit for more than one of your brands, or is this segmented so tightly that if a person is interested in burgers, they're not necessarily going to be interested in you know yogurt? Yeah, yeah, it's a great question. We we have some sharing there, some efficiencies. For example, we have three pet industry brands, um, and they're all very different investment levels, and they're all a very different type of ideal owner. Um, one of them, for example, we're looking for someone that's going to be in the store, working the concept every day, have great customer service skills. The other concept is semi-absentee, where the owners can keep their jobs and hire a manager and, and manage the business only. And so what that means is when we get a lead that, that inquires about, say, being in the store every day and they want to do that, but it, it's a semi-absentee model, we can kind of steer them towards the other brand in, in a similar industry. So we, we have a little bit of, of, of that um, as an advantage to, to having a number of brands here at Raintree, and it's an opt-in program for the brands to choose to, to get involved in or not. Now, uh, when you kind of made the switch from, in your career, you know, competitive snowboarder to, you know, working in the U.N., to then working for a franchise and now kind of being the business development for other franchisors. What, um, do you still get that rush? Is there the competitive juices still flowing when the, you know, when people are signing up or does it still kind of feed that side of uh, your personality? Yeah, it's interesting. I, I get that question a little bit more from my friends actually who are still kind of snowboarding and, and they're in the surf industry and I got to, other friends that, are, that own businesses within that industry, and they look at, at me in this franchise industry and what we're doing, which is so different to, to where I came from. And they ask that question, and, and I absolutely it's a yes. And I think it's just in the way that you run a business. And I think this is true for any entrepreneur, that, that, that you've got that, that, um, that ability and, 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 and a risk-taking um, part of your DNA that will never go away no matter what you do. And, um, you know, I think that that's part of how we've differentiated ourselves a little bit at Raintree is, is we've, we've, we've avoided just doing the exact same things that every franchise brand is doing. Sure, we're on portal. Sure, we work with franchise consultants. We love them. Um, sure, we do a lot of the traditional things that most brands are doing to, to generate and to advertise their franchise. But, um, we also do a lot and we try a lot and, um, you know, for example, last year we, we really had a, a concept for a franchise CRM that wasn't really available, but we thought the idea of it would really help. So you know, we put $250,000 into a franchise CRM year to day. Um, and that's a huge risk. And, and, you know, luckily we're seeing, seeing that come back and we're seeing some in, incredible increases in the conversion rates based on what we built there. But just little examples like that in terms of trying things that other brands or other concepts haven't done that are scary. Um, that I think is the same concept as snowboarding of, of, of going over a big jump and not knowing if you're going to land on your feet or not. It's exactly the same in, in, in this industry and I believe for any entrepreneur. 
Now, if you were advising an emerging brand that maybe is not ready for you yet, but want to put things in place so that they would be ready for you, what are some of the things they could be doing to strengthen their brand in their local market to show that it is kind of replicable in other markets? Is there some advice you can give that emerging brand to help them get to the next level so they can be ready for you? Yeah, absolutely. I think there's a lot you can do organically. I think even as simply as reaching out to your own network as a founder and saying, hey, we went to school together, we, we used to play ball together, whatever it is, and I've now got this franchise concept um, and I've done really well with it and I'm, and, I'm, and I'm thinking that this might be a fit for you. We see good founders do that at that grassroots level to get those first two, three, four off the ground in different markets around the country without having to spend any money on lead generation. So utilizing that that existing network to get the first few open and really going slow with those first few, making sure that you're learning how to be the franchisor in that time without growing too fast to where you can't service those three or four key people. So, yeah, we we really think that there's a way to do this um, where you can prove out replication with people that you trust without having to put any a, a great deal of money into finding those folks. And once you've done that and you've serviced them properly and you've helped them um, achieve some success in that new market. Um, and have those stories to tell, that's when someone like Raintree or, or any of the other really reputable franchise development companies can come in and, and really help you expedite that growth and, and, and find even more markets that are faster pay. So if somebody has got a brand, maybe it was a mom and pop, then they were able to kind of go to friends and family around the country, replicate it two to three times and show kind of a 20 to 30% uh, EBITDA, then uh, you think then they're ready to take it to the next level and put, you know, an engine behind it that can really grow and scale the business. Yeah. Yeah. And loosely those numbers, uh, again, very average. They're based on what the investment is and what the actual volume of sales is. It could be lower EBITDA if it's a really high volume of sales. Um, but for, for a good average year, I think that's a great number to shoot for. And, 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 and that's a good number of, of proven concepts to have under your belt before you really start to look at, at, at faster growth. Now, if somebody um, was in that uh, range and they were at that level and they wanted to have more substantive conversation with you and learn about your firm, uh, is there a website? Yeah, yeah. We have a, a website. It's ringtreesales.com. Um, and we, we've got a good amount of information there. And there's some interviews with some of our partners. That's what we really believe is, is, is the most important part. Just like selling a franchise when the prospective franchise buyer gets to speak with the franchisees. We believe that the most important thing is for you just to speak with the brands that we've worked with and we've grown and we've had success with or not and um, and learn from, from those and see if it's a fit. So on that website, there's, there's a bunch of video interviews with some of those folks and that'll give people a really good understanding of what we're about, how we go about growing brands and if they think there might be a good culture fit there or not. Good stuff, Brent. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story today. Yeah, I really appreciate it, Lee Stone. Thank you so much. All right, this is Lee Cantor for Stone Payton. We will see you all next time on Franchise Marketing Radio. 